We are still uh, in lockdown as a city, um, entering into the eighth week of, of, of lockdown. Our city centre and our city is breathing properly with uh, low air pollution levels um, not seen for uh, many a year. Also, uh, it's great to see less cars on the roads and I'm sure if you're a cyclist or a pedestrian um, or just take an exercise, you can see the difference that it makes. I think the whole COVID uh, 19 experience for our city has left a tremendous scar. Um, you know, as we speak, around about 350, 360 people have died uh, in the city of Liverpool, and there are hundreds and hundreds of people still in hospital, still fighting the disease, and some of them in, in, in a serious uh, condition and in a serious way. And I don't think there'll be many people within the city that haven't. Uh, had experience either of knowing somebody uh, who's passed away uh, or somebody who's been infected with COVID-19 and maybe they're getting better or, or in hospital. And the tragedy that that is uh, means that uh, we've still got a, a long way to go before uh, we can actually safely go back to the way things were. And I think the country, but in particular I'm concerned about Liverpool, it's going to be many months before we get back to anything like uh, normal and that might even take us uh, into next year, into 2021. However, the city has to plan and prepare for the future and we're doing that and looking at uh, how we plan our economy and our growth strategy in terms of how we uh, get sustainability in terms of uh, employment uh, and, and jobs back and tourists coming into our city once again. And we're working extremely hard and drawing up plans. What we've also been doing is looking at how can we imagine and reimagine the city uh, protecting it in the future? Because clearly the advantage of seeing less cars on our streets and the reduction in pollution levels is beneficial. Ironically, you know, a lot of people in hospital, a lot of people who've died and passed away, passed away and died because they had respiratory problems and problems of difficulty breathing because of air pollution and the suffering for many, many years of air pollution. So it's right that we look at what we can do and how we do things moving forward and how do we, how, how do we manage the economy of the city uh, and the tourism and hospitality and the retail sector, but also try to protect the future of our city, not just for now, but for generations to come. And as you know, we've declared a climate change uh, emissions target. And, and, and I think the whole country has been inspired by young people uh, telling us and, and reminding us of our responsibility to them. So I think, you know, it's tragedy, the number of lives that we've lost as a result of COVID. But I think the best legacy we can pay and pay tribute to all of those that have have died or been infected and pulled through is to actually change what we do so we've been talking uh, and i've been talking to people uh in the city in in our uh, uh departments like regeneration and transport about how we change things and how we do things so we're setting out a, a number of things in the budget recently i set aside um seven million over five years uh, to be spent on improving cycle lanes we're actually spending around about £47 million in the city centre 
with improvements in the Strand and what we call the City Centre Connectivity uh, Scheme. So what I've actually done is I've uh, moved forward around about two million of the funds that we'd set aside to uh, spend on creating temporary cycle lanes within the city, uh, not just the city centre, but around the city. Um, and that means that we are going to uh, be able to provide safer routes around the city for cyclists and also improve uh, the opportunities for people who want to go about and go to work on, on, on bikes uh, who've been frightened uh, before. So we're looking at some routes and some opportunities to create these bike lanes, uh, new bike lanes, not just, as I said, in the city centre, but in other parts of the city. So I'm asking you as residents, but also businesses, to contact the council to tell us where you think uh, we can actually uh, put temporary cycle lanes with a view to actually making them permanent in the future. I think it's a real opportunity for us to change and to do things differently. And I think we're going to do that. We're going to have to do that in order to protect the environment and also to encourage us to do things in a different way in the future. So we're going to be introducing 20 mile an hour zones in the city centre as well. We've introduced them across the city in streets uh, around the city and it's had a drastic reduction in uh, fatalities and accidents um, uh, with cars and other vehicles around uh, the city. So we're going to do this in the city centre. We're also going to look at closing some streets in the city centre so we can create more opportunities for footfall but also where some of our restaurants and, and cafes can expand uh, so we can uh, once again try to return to normal but maintain social distancing. So there's going to be a bit of a revolution uh, taking place and that is about time I think. Uh, this is an opportunity where I've often said that we never had a blank sheet of paper where we could actually stop and change and start or start afresh but COVID has now given us the opportunity where everybody, I think, has seen the positives of a reduction in cars and more bicycles and more people using, uh, you know, the walkways to walk to work or to cycle to work. And I think we've got to take advantage of that. We've got to move now. I think it's the right time to do it, along with other cities, not just here in the UK, but across Europe. So uh, you'll be finding out more over the next couple of days, couple of weeks. Uh, as we look at introducing more of the cycle lanes. So I hope you are pleased uh, with that. Uh, I think the vast majority of people will be. Of course, we're not going to please everybody, and I recognise that because people will be wanting to stay and stuck in their own ways. We've got to change. It's a change not uh, that uh, we should be afraid of making. It's a change that we need to make, not just for today, but for tomorrow, for our kids, uh, for their future. And to make sure that uh, you know the car isn't always right and the car isn't always king. Uh, and that we need to improve our health and our air quality in the city. And the only way we can do that is take responsibility for what we do ourselves. So we're going to be leading the way as Liverpool City Council. Um, and we are going to be doing it, I think, across all political parties who welcome uh, this as, as a, a way forward a change that everybody can make together. So I look forward to hearing your views uh, and also acting on some of the recommendations that you make. So please keep in touch, get in touch with us and let us know what you think.
Thank you.